Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up because my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com. I'm your host, Art Stapleton, and we are coming to you again on the road outside Detroit, Michigan, from Allen Park, which is where the Detroit Lions have their training facility. And we just finished up day two of two of the joint practices between the Giants and the Lions. A lot more confidence from the Giants today. Uh, How I described it earlier this morning to someone is that it was as if the Giants came out in a boxing match and tried to feel out their opponent on Tuesday and the Lions came out punching. Now, that may have to do with the way the styles, the the certain teams um, practice during the summer. You know, everybody practices differently. So maybe the, the Lions were a little bit more aggressive yesterday. Giants had not been used to that kind of aggression. Uh, you know, Brian Dable has really put an emphasis on taking care of the players this summer, making sure that uh, there's a time and a place and in team drills not to be as physical. So obviously coming into this week, it ramps up some. And I think the Giants came out, especially offensively, defensively, they played uh, pretty well on Tuesday. I thought they were good, very good in spots on Wednesday. So let's talk and we got some sound for you. I got a one-on-one with Giants rookie corner, first round pick Deontay Banks. It's a quick interview, but it was Deontay coming off the field. He had an excellent day today. Uh, he broke up a pass in the end zone that uh, was really one of the best plays for the Giants in the last two day, the last two practices, um, I thought that was very, very encouraging with the way Banks played. Uh, got picked on a little bit yesterday in one on ones, uh, but that always favors the offense in those situations. Uh, and then today, his pass breakup, he did a lot of covering of Amon St. Brown. Uh, so, obviously a. a Talented receiver inside, gave the Giants fits last year, and Banks did a very good job on him. Also had a pass breakup later in coverage. Uh, And I tell you, it was, uh, I think it was a very good day for Deontay Banks, especially. Uh, The second pass breakup was against Sam Laporta, a talented rookie tight end. Uh, So, I think you'll enjoy listening to Banks. And then when we're done with the Banks interview, 
I'll give you more of the defensive takes, and then we'll switch to the offensive side of the ball. And we've got some sound from Isaiah Hodgins, who, very interesting, he pointed out to us, revealed that before practice today, Darren Waller and Daniel Jones kind of rallied the offense a little bit, had an effect early with the urgency that they played with, and the offense looked much better today than they did yesterday. Jones looked good, uh, threw a bunch of touchdowns in team periods. We'll get to that uh, after the Hodgins sound. So first up, let's roll right in to my one-on-one off the field with Giants rookie, Tay Banks. It is coming right off the field, so the audio is ah, a little shaky, but wanted to make sure you guys got it. My producer, Paul Wood, props to him back in the studio, try to clean it up as best he could. But here's me with Dante Banks. Play down the goal line, what'd you see? And how are you attacking that play in that situation? Uh, it looks like my PB you had. Yeah. Um, it was just like, I was playing outside there, so I was just waiting on it. I was out bringing her out and turning it back in, so I just played on it. And uh, double move, basically. You swung it away, you left yeah. hand? Yeah. You lefty or righty? I'm a righty. So, Left. Uh, tell me about this experience for you. I mean, it's really the first time going against guys on the end. They feel real good. Like, this shit feel real good. Like, I don't know. It just feel like I'm, feel like I'm along. Like, I feel good because I'm playing football. Like, this is something I've been doing. This is something I continue to keep on. Keep on. When you get back to the hotel last night, how much do you critique what you did? How much do you change and adjust to today? I watched it a bunch of times just to make sure I came out and had a better day. I ain't saying I had a bad day yesterday, but I always want to be, I want to keep getting better every day. What What did you notice about the different receivers? I mean, I know you, you know, you're not necessarily breaking down film of those guys, or are you? Uh, you know, how hard is it to come into practice when you're going to know the traits of the guys you're going against? I mean, it's, it's hard. It ain't that hard because, like, as a DB, you always move in reaction so like regardless of how much film you watch on him he, he can do whatever he wants to you just got to be able to react to it different different sizes today obviously you were a little physical with, with some of the guys do you pride yourself on that physicality oh yeah that's what i did that's my that's like that's kind of that's kind of my superpower being physical are you looking forward to a friday night and i mean i know the coaches haven't really talked about who's playing who isn't but if you get a chance to go out there i know it's only preseason but what that be oh, be fun it's gonna be real fun my first nfl game even if it's a preseason game, it's still my first NFL game. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right, so there you have it. Deontay Banks. I think I may have stumbled over my words and called him Dante Banks, which we know it's not Dante. So kind of get caught between the Deontay and what everyone else calls him is Tay. So I have a feeling the further along he gets in his career, he's going to be Tay Banks and not Deontay. But as you heard, little confidence there. He's a confident kid. You know, not I wouldn't consider him cocky at all. Uh, I love the line about physicality being his superpower. And let's be honest, Banks is going to be one of the big keys to this team, especially on the back end. If he plays well opposite of Dory Jackson, uh, this team has a chance to do very good things on defense. Uh, let's get into today a little bit, some observations. Uh, Number one, the run defense has been great. Even with uh, Nacho out with his uh, groin issue, uh, I think what they've done up front, Dexter Lawrence, um, Leonard Williams, and tell you want to know who flashed today. 
Rookie seventh rounder Jordan Riley from Oregon. Giants liked what they saw yesterday from people I talked to this morning when they watched back the film of yesterday's practice of Riley and his work inside on the interior, also in one-on-ones. And Riley today with a forced fumble with the ones. Kayvon Thibodeau, two fumble recoveries, including that one. Just was Thibodeau made more noise today than people gave him credit for yesterday. Uh, we'll say that. And uh, Dane Belton with a tremendous fumble return, basically ripped the ball out of the back's hands and took it the other way for a score. Belton was very active today with the ones and twos. Um, so defensively, Riley is somebody right now, I think, that's making a push. And it'll be very interesting to see what he can do in the preseason games, provided he's going to play. Uh, I think, you know, Alshon Robinson, uh, Ashawn Robinson, not Alshon, um, thinking Alshon Jeffrey. Ashawn Robinson is back off the pup, but he's not competing uh, in practice right now going against the Lions. You know, he'll ramp up more next week when the Giants are practicing on their own. But, you know, you've got a chance to have Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence with the first team uh, and then a third guy rotating in. And then you'll have uh, Nacho and Ashawn Robinson with the second team if they have to spell uh, Leonard or Dexter. And now if you put Jordan Riley there and now DJ Davidson uh, is not back yet, but obviously he's trying to get back from an ACL uh, they liked what they saw of him in limited time last summer. Um, you know, look, if Andre Patterson, the defensive line coach of the Giants, who's worked wonders for years for a career, uh, can get something, immediate contribution from a seventh-round pick in Jordan Riley, who wasn't a star at Oregon by any stretch, uh, and the scouting department of the Giants ended up finding him because of his fit, um, I think – that would be very, very rewarding for Joe Shane in this front office. Uh, all right, a couple other highlights defensively. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I think overall I would consider this a very good day. Uh, from people I talked to today, the Giants were very happy with the way Aziz Ojolari played yesterday. They, uh, on Tuesday, they thought he did very well. Um, today, um, you know, the main thing right now is that Micah McFadden with two good days in a row. Good run stop today. Uh, he had a good day yesterday. Right now, Micah McFadden, I think, has moved into the lead a little bit. I think they'll mix and match with McFadden and Darian Beavers. But Micah McFadden is playing very well uh, next to Bobby Okereke with the starters. So as of right now, when I do my 53-man roster projection, the first one, uh, that will be... Tomorrow, Thursday morning, will hit. Um, I I have Micah McFadden ahead of Beavers in that situation. It doesn't mean Beavers isn't going to have a role, uh, but right now Micah looks like he's taking a step forward. So that's always good to see. Uh, later on, the Giants had a sack from Dexter Lawrence, or would-be sack from Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. They were all over the Lions up front today. Uh, they did a very good job. Uh, I think uh, 
Jamon Green, who was a rookie for the Giants, an undrafted corner. He had an interception in the end zone in seven on seven. He also had a pass breakup later in the practice. Uh, he's somebody that's coming on right now, and it wouldn't surprise me to see him in the preseason make a push for one of those late spots on the roster uh, for a cornerback uh, if he continues to play well. He's taken his lumps early. Back home in Jersey, he took his lumps from the Giants, uh, from the other guys on the other side of the field. Uh, but that's kind of translated into some good play here. Uh, he'll be a guy to watch in the preseason to see if he can take that next step. All right, that's pretty much the defense at this point. Uh, we're going to switch over to the offense right now. Uh, and sounds like Darren Waller and Daniel Jones both had things to say to kind of rally the offense today. Um, Isaiah Hodgins told us about it. You'll, have, you'll hear from him in a second. Darius Slayton talked about it. And I asked Waller, chased him down to the bus when the offense was leaving right after practice. And Waller gave me some good stuff. And just, uh, it wasn't much, but he just kind of laughed and said, I gave him just, just, just a few wise words. So you'll hear Hodgins talk about what he talked about, uh, or what Waller talked about. So let's get to the Hodgins interview now. And I'll be back to kind of finish out the show and talk about the offense. I mean, I definitely think it's important just because it shows, you know, like how the season's going to be. You know, there's going to be times where we don't, you know, play our best games, especially on offense. It might be, we might still win, but we played a bad game or, you know, we might lose, play a bad game. And it's like, all right, like, how are you going to respond? Are you going to let that one game lead into three games or are you going to bounce back and, you know, and get a win that next week? So. It was like the mood when you guys were watching the film. I mean, you're probably walking out the field and it wasn't your best day. Yeah. And watching the back, it was just kind of the reaction. Yeah. Like, just like a lot of stuff that we get fixed and like just kind of like frustrating because like as a competitor, you feel like you give them like like a false confidence because like they feel like they did good. And it's like it's not really anything they did. It's, it's on us. So I mean, I feel like we went out there today and proved that. So. Do you feel like uh, Daniel kind of embraced that today as well? Oh yeah, he was going crazy, firing on all cylinders. I mean, he was shipping the ball to everybody. I mean, pretty sure everybody had a couple catches. And I um, mean, he, he looked great out there. He was decisive, making great decisions, great throws. So I mean, hats off to him. You know, he bounced back. Beneficial just these two days to break up the team. Yeah. It, feel, it feels real good, man. Just to like actually run some of our concepts and our stuff for you know other people who haven't been seeing it for six months straight and everything. So um, you know different different competitions. So you know it's definitely a, a refresher for us. All right, thanks to Isaiah Hodgins for stopping off the field. Uh, audio was a lot better on that one than the Banks interview, but hopefully you got to hear everything that. Tay said earlier, uh, Hodgins has had a good two days here in Detroit. Uh, wasn't Didn't make a lot of noise today, but he was very good yesterday. He was one of the few guys on offense. He, Jalen Hyatt, um, Saquon Barkley, and, uh, you know, today, uh, no Barkley in team periods. Giants just looking at his uh, workload and making sure that, um, you know, he did some seven-on-seven seven stuff. So let's get into what the offense did today. Uh, and I get, I'll give you the breakdown I had uh, for everything they did. The opening period was a seven-on-seven seven in the red zone. Jones completed all four of his passes. He hit Slayton with a strike over the middle, a swing pass to Saquon, a check down to Breda, and then a touchdown to Darren Waller. 
Waller split two lines defensive backs, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Kelvin Joseph. Uh, it was an impressive play, a great way for the Giants to start, to just put whatever noise was from yesterday behind them. Jones looked good. The offense looked much more uh, up-tempo. The pace matched what Detroit had done the previous day. Um, same offensive line configuration with the starters. Andrew Thomas at left tackle, Ben Bredesen at left guard, John Michael Schmitz at center, Mark Lewinsky at right guard, and Matt Parrott at right tackle. Matt Parrott has done uh, very well for himself, in my opinion, here in Detroit. He's kind of put that performance on Saturday night against Kayvon Thibodeau behind him. Uh, Jones had back-to-back touchdowns to Slayton during an 11-on-11 uh, they started out at the fringe of the red zone. Parrott did a very good job against Aiden Hutchinson, kind of worked him back in the pocket and then held him off and gave Daniel Jones enough time to hit Slayton uh, for the touchdown. And then they moved the ball down to the goal line, and Slayton ended up catching a touchdown in the back left corner of the end zone. He was in the air. He juggled it, came down, got his feet down, uh, for the score, so that was a great team period for him. Daniel Bellinger and Paris Campbell caught touchdowns for Jones from Jones in team periods. Campbell actually had two. In the last team period, the Giants needed just one play to get in the end zone. Jones hit Waller on a short out route for a touchdown. A lot of mix and matching. Uh, I think the Giants are going to use a lot of rub routes again this year if they can avoid penalties. They didn't avoid the penalties last year. Uh, I, so far, they've been coaching them up on that. Uh, you know, Paris Campbell seems very effective on the rub, on the rub routes, especially in the red zone. Uh, so we'll see how that takes shape. Um, that's where we're at. So Giants fans should feel much better about this team. Not that you fell off a cliff yesterday worrying about them, but... Uh, Definitely a much more representative effort today than yesterday. And as I wrote and as I talked about on yesterday's show, it wasn't as bad as the headlines made it seem. Um, You know, Daniel Jones probably had three plays that had he hit one or two of them, the day would have looked a lot different. Well, he hit some of those plays today. They called some different routes uh, that maybe fit better against the Detroit defense. And, uh, you know, again, this is still a work in progress. The Giants will now go into their preseason game on Friday night. I don't believe that you're going to see many starters. You may see the rookies just to get a taste of it. Uh, but that also may just be one of those things that Brian Dable says, look, we, we can get a taste next week against the Panthers at home. Uh, and then the following week against the Jets, they can decide how many starters are actually playing in that game. So overall, a good two days. I think the Lions are a good team. Uh, I don't know necessarily if they're the the Super Bowl contender that everyone is proclaiming right now. Uh, Other than Aiden Hutchinson, I I don't see anyone on their defense that that stands out uh, as a game wrecker. The Giants have much more uh, talent, in my opinion, game wrecking talent on their defense than the Lions do. Um, You know, that's not to take anything away from Detroit, but... Um, I don't see that player out there. You know, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is obviously uh, very scrappy, uh, 
borderline, you know, he's a yapper. He's constantly get trying to get in guys' faces. Um, he, he's a he's an emotional guy and could work for you and work against you. Uh, I think today the Giants uh, did well for themselves. Uh, and like I said, if I'm the Giants, I feel pretty good with where I'm at heading into the preseason game on Friday night. Uh, we'll see if we're going to have a show tomorrow. Depends on schedule out here for me. There's no media access, but I got a bunch of things I'm working on. Obviously, the newsletter is coming out Friday morning. Uh, you can still sign up and you can sign up continuously. It's NorthJersey.com backslash all in. Uh, and we'll have our observations on NorthJersey.com later today. And we'll be there Friday night. Ford Field, game one of season two in the preseason for Brian Dable and company. We appreciate you being all in. And as always, we're all in for you. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.